Spooky. Cover me. I'm going in. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop 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 coming Totes Ogre. I'm usual host, Will, and joining me as always is my good buddy, Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, Will. Hey, Will. How's it going? Pretty good. I almost introduced you as Chris. Well, I would take that too, because Chris is a great guy. Also joining yeah. us today is Chris. Hi. Hey, Chris. <laughs> hey. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're good. I, I like that you, you knew that Matt was doing well. You, you didn't even didn't even consult him. I feel the good vibes. I just it's it, Well, I also just said I'm doing well. Oh that's true. if we're being fully honest. <laughs> that's fair. Um so it's the month of October. Uh we are in the Festa season, but before I get too ahead of myself, I want to introduce our special guest. She was previously on the show back in season one, uh, for the June episode, I believe. Uh sure. Yeah, I knew it was like in the summer, so it's been a little while since we had her on the show, but we're very happy to have her back on the show again. It is Lauren O'Brien. Hey, Lauren. Hey. <laughs> we did, I hope uh, I hope people remember me <laughs> from my episode. Uh, <laughs> if not, um, I'm sure most of the people who listen to this know who, who I am in real life. So, uh, it's possible. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks yeah, for having course. me. Uh, yeah, I mean, they can always go back and listen to episode two if they want. I mean, yeah, we don't there. have a paywall. Yeah, exactly. We're not WTF with Mark Marin. You can listen or to any episode you Earwolf. want. <laughs> <laughs> or Headgum or Campfire yeah. or Mark any Marin. other podcast networks. Yeah, you can get these are all free. You can listen to any episode you want forward, <laughs> backwards, however you want to listen to them. They're all for free. <laughs> you listen to the backwards? This well, turned into a weird advertisement. Like for you can even load uh, two of those podcast clients and listen to the same episode twice Ooh. at the same time. Yes. Oh. Yes. Put two that's, phones by your ears and you have our voices and surround sound. That's only for the super fans. Yeah. Yeah. And people if you don't do phones, that. If you don't do that, don't even bother listening <laughs> to the rest of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> We're gatekeeping this Weed one. Weed out. Weed him out. <laughs> <laughs> There's a chaotic energy that really is showing, I think, what we're doing right now, which, Will, yeah. do you want to explain it to the listeners? Yeah, so uh, currently we are we are in the basement of John Arbuckle's house. Uh, we we uh, I don't know if we can divulge how we got John Arbuckle and Garfield and Odie out of the house so we can break and enter into it. But I think, you know, with, what the listener doesn't know, they don't need to know. Sure. Let's just say it was at uh, least one trip to the Home Depot. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we are currently in the basement of the Arbuckle residence, and we are looking for a presence that we are not too familiar with, but we'd like to know. It is the presumed deceased ex-roommate of uh, none other than John Arbuckle, Lyman, uh, I don't even know what Lyman's last name is. I'll I'll see if he has one. Uh, I I feel like it's like some alliteration thing, like Lyman something with an L, but I could be totally sure. off on that. Uh, <laughs> I've never even heard the name Lyman in my life. You haven't heard of Lyman, you said. I've never heard that name before. It sounds like lima bean. Yeah, it's it's um something that Jim Davis unjustly has been trying to hide from the public. He feels like I don't know. I don't know if he's like ashamed <clears throat> of Lyman. If he's just like, uh, if Lyman got on his enemy list somehow, but Lyman has been notably absent from the Garfield comics and the movie, as far as I can tell, he has no uh, hidden cameos in the film. But I have we're going to try to get to the bottom of this. I do have something to say about that when we get to it, though. Sure. Uh, so uh, we're going to kind of uh, keep an ear out for any uh, paranormal activity that happens in this spooky residence, but. I, since we're in the Halloween spirit, I want to kind of get I want to get the group's perspective here. So last year we got into costume, and I believe I was a very detailed uh, cat in a hat, like you could you could see the the, the fur and the wrinkles. Uh, and then correct me if I'm wrong, but were you two either 
uh, what was it? Conrad and Sally or thing one, thing two? I forget. I think we were the things. You two were the things? I think so. I vaguely recall that, yeah. The things. Yeah. Okay, I, I thought it was the things, but I couldn't remember for sure. So, all right, we got to divvy up the costumes now. Um, is it presumed that I'm Garfield again because I was a cat last year? That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this time, a very, very detailed Garfield costume, like unsettlingly detailed, anthropomorphic. Real fur. Yeah, real fur. Like basically Rebel Wilson in um, that Cats trailer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Here we go. I, I, right. Then you know what? I'm gonna be. Even uh, though we're talking about Garfield, I'm dressed as James Corden from the Cats trailer. No, because you got to do something from the movie. That's the whole point of this. Cats is a movie. I want to be. OB. Yeah, Cats is a movie. I no, think this it's movie. Fair. I was gonna. Say, I, well, it's what I'm wearing, man. You can't well, change fact. I was gonna say that someone could be uh, Odie, someone could be John, and someone could be Liz. Um, okay, how about? I hundred percent want to be Odie because Odie is the best character. I was gonna be uh, Idris Elba from the Cats trailer. Uh, we can't all be cats from the Cats. <laughs> well, how about this? How about this? I look. I, I am in, in appearance. I look like James Corden from the Cats trailer, <laughs> but right. I am. Actively like describing my cosplay as John, <laughs> starring James Corden as John Arbuckle. So you're like one of those cross cup costumes. <laughs> no, no, no. It just it looks like if you were to see me, you'd be like, oh, that guy is dressed as James Corden from the Cats trailer. And I would say, no, no, no. I am oh. John from Garfield. Oh, so you're in character. You're method acting as James Corden, Correct. from the Cats trailer. But your yes. character, your character of James Corden from the Cats trailer, believes himself to be John Arbuckle. As... So it's a costume within a costume. Remember how before the podcast sure. started, I was saying y'all are being too niche. <laughs> Did we go too far? I think you're you're going to that territory again. All right. <laughs> um, Maybe just a little bit. So we're just trying to paint a picture for the viewers. Yeah. I mean, listeners, Lauren. I always say viewers. It's a very confu- It's a com- very confusing uh, image to paint. So. All right, and um, Lauren, do you want to be? Liz or uh, Odie? No, I want to be Odie. Odie? I, be Odie. I was going to say that. Odie is the only redeeming character in the Garfield movie. It's the only reason I even continued to watch it. All right. He's a, he's the, I love watching animals in movies because I often think that, like, like, if an animal dies in a movie to comfort myself, I'm just like, that's a celebrity dog. And that celebrity dog just had a big break <laughs> dying in a movie. And it makes me feel a little bit better because instead of being like, a sad thing i'm like happy because i'm like good for that dog maybe he'll win a dog oscar or that dog movie and so i really like celebrity i really like celebrity dogs or celebrity animals and that celebrity dog is so he's such a good boy he's a very good boy i'm such a fan of i i didn't look up what his name is in real life because he's a great actor and he really should be uh i looked it up earlier so oh he's dead yeah. Um <laughs> unquestionably dead. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, oh my god. What, a dog really is dead. Sad. The movie came out I, I get that it's sad, but the movie came out fifteen years ago and most dogs don't live past fifteen. You know he wasn't a puppy. Honestly, it would be more sad if he was alive because like he'd be like Because he's a celebrity dog. <laughs> It's, well, celebrity dogs probably have celebrity dog treatments, yeah. Botox, and things like that. It's possible. So what's the dog's name? Uh, I don't remember. Late, I did look it up, OD. though. I, well, there were a couple well, dogs that used. That means nothing in... if you don't know his name. What's that? That means no- nothing if you don't know his name now. I'll look it up again. Well, he, he right. lives on through the magic of the movies, specifically Garfield <laughs> the, the movie. That terrible movie. So I guess that means that... Um, um, yeah. What? I was sorry. I was gonna take it in a different direction, but go ahead. Oh, um, I was gonna say. I guess that makes my costume Liz. Um, yeah, but I am. Unless you want to be Wendell, or uh, Happy Chapman, or I, I was thinking maybe being the hot dog delivery guy, but he's not. Okay, right, no, <laughs> that's fair. But I'll be. As long I'll as be you're just someone to in keep the movie. things uh, at the core, you know, the core yeah. group. I'll be Liz, uh, but <clears throat> I'm cosplaying as. Idris Elba's character from the Cats trailer. <laughs> All right. Or a match well, made in heaven. If it's Halloween season, I want to be Jennifer Love Hewitt from I Know What You Did Last Night. 
I, that? I feel like this is getting <laughs> out of hand. This is getting, you brought this <laughs> really confusing because that was uh, my actress was in that movie. Oh, are you gonna do six degrees? Yeah, six degrees of uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> All right, where are you, where are you going? Uh, the tuxedo. Sure. Okay. So, what's next, Jackie Chan? Um, um, <laughs> the spy next door. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. What's it? What, what are we talking what, about? What was? I don't know. We're doing six degrees. You, I. You know who what? Who are you connecting? Yeah. I think he's trying to connect Jennifer, Jennifer Love Hewitt to Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah, I'm, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying, to, totally how that's trying to combine, like, get them together. I remember in middle school, I did that six degrees <laughs> game with Adam Sandler and Matt Serafini because Matt Serafini's brother was in a play with the old guy from Big Daddy who was in a movie with Adam Sandler. Oh, that's and right. I remember doing that in middle school when I met Matt. Yeah. So I'm six degrees from Adam Sandler. He's dead too. So there's that little that little name drop for you, a little credibility Ed, drop for the podcast. Um, I forget what his name was, but he, he died too. Um, <laughs> I really hate how dark you're making. I, it's much. it's Halloween. Um, I maybe found their the ghosts will visit us in this. Maybe we resurrect the old guy from Big Daddy. <laughs> I found the, the names of the dogs. Um, the dog Odie was played dogs? by two different Plural. dachshund mixes named Tyler oh, and Chloe. Chloe. I thought that was one of them. Were they siblings? Yeah. Are they both dead? <laughs> I mean, probably. Are all the dogs from the I couldn't dead? find anything because all that I find is their first name. What about the Doberman? Was that was that the type of dog it was? The dog Luca. Oh, the big Luca. No, the big, like, scary... Oh, Luke is almost Luca, certainly yeah. dead. <laughs> yeah, he's a big Yeah, dog. big dogs live shorter, one. yeah. Uh, All right, let's stop talking about dead dogs. Note, and... Well, Garfield, CG Garfield well, lives like... forever, because he doesn't <laughs> exist. <laughs> I just have a lot of questions, though, like, starting out with this. It's like, okay, well, the first thing that I have that comes to mind is, like, does anybody in this podcast have any respect for this movie whatsoever? That's, like, my first question. I know um, I don't want to like offend any any fans of this movie, but I have. I have like, really respect for the fact that somebody kind of had their artistic vision to like pitch this to the studio, and sell their vision of a Garfield movie. Um, artistic vision is uh, is a bold. I mean, of okay, words. it's their vision. Well, it's their stylistic. Uh, it is our vision, yet. Honestly, yeah. it see that's what. My problem with it was it doesn't feel like there's any vision. It literally feels like they were like, we got to churn out another movie. Well, Garfield is a thing. We can make that a movie. And then they just took a bunch of tropes from other movies and just smushed it together. And honestly, like, if I could if I could give one word to this film, it would just be unnecessary. Every part of it is just so unnecessary. Like, even the concept of what happens in the film, like, none of it needs to happen. Like, why... I mean, okay, granted, I wasn't paying super attention to this film, so if I am wrong on any yeah. of the plot points, we should, uh, that's my fault. We should mention, you've actually seen this what movie twice this year, right? Because you saw it with um, well, yeah, so previous guests. I saw Emily this movie Betts. twice because I saw it when, yes, and I was today, as I was watching this movie, I thought to myself, wow, it's a shame. I'm 25 years old and I've seen the live, <laughs> the live action Garfield movie twice this year. How do you think we but feel? But then I thought, yeah. well... Will is 26 years old. He's seen the live action Garfield movie. How many times this year have you seen the uh, 10 now. Yeah, this is the 10th. 10 times this year. So it made me feel a little less bad. The other thing I did was I looked on Letterboxd because I was going to give it a review. Mm-hmm. And I saw that back in April or May when I watched it, I gave it a one, one and a half stars. And I would yeah. like to revise that because I think I would give it less <laughs> than that. I think I'd give it like a half oh, wow. a star or one star. I love the... Um, but yeah, it's just, it's unnecessary. Um, I just feel like, like, why is this, I have a lot of questions about the film overall. Why is this, like, celebrity Animal Planet-esque dude stealing a dog? Okay, here's my first question. Why is he stealing a dog that is good at tricks if he has this magic future technology shock collar that can make (laughs) dogs do flips? Why does he even need a dog that can do tricks? You Stop. can just get any old dog. You're going to unravel the whole sweater if you keep pulling at those strings. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, you can't, <laughs> you can't, can't fake charisma. And Odie has charisma. He's got it, baby. Yeah, he's got he's got the it. 
He's a show. He's a celebrity dog at heart for sure. Chloe and uh, Tyler. Is that the other dog's name? Who names their dog? Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's where you're taking issue with it. <laughs> celebrity dogs, I guess. It's probably like oh a actor type name, like Vin Diesel, um, and the dog's real name is like, um, mm. yeah, Scruffles. Scruffles. <laughs> <laughs> It's pumpkin or something. The inverse, where their 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 stage name is entirely average. Like, I can't go guys, on. It's, do you guys know what Vin Diesel's real name it's is? It's something kind of wacky. Uh, Philip. No. It's like I was surprised at how normal it was. Is it Philip? It's like Joe Smith. Now let me pull it up real quick. Um, all right. Uh, it's, it's Mark Sinclair. I'm anxiously awaiting. <laughs> yeah, sounds Mark like Sinclair. he's That's selling right. something. What is Vin Diesel? Like, what is that even? Why did he? What is Vin? Like, why did he get? Because why? What sounds like metal what sounds cooler well, for I think, a Fast and Furious movie? Vin Diesel or Mark Sinclair? Well, I think Vin is Vincent. Honestly, right? Mark yeah. Sinclair, starring Mark Sinclair. Right? I like Mark Sinclair as a name. Ah, <laughs> uh, maybe uh, not. Yeah. Okay. Maybe not. I feel like because isn't is his middle name Vincent? Oh, maybe. I feel like Vince. Oh, that could Vincent be would what be if his like middle the middle name, was name. Like Charles, or maybe Melvin, or Marvin. No, his middle name is Diesel. <laughs> his middle Diesel. He actually <laughs> is using his middle name. <laughs> um, the... it's his mother's maiden name is Diesel. Mark Diesel Sinclair. <laughs> uh, I don't see a I don't see a middle the name third. for him. <laughs> well. This has been also my other my other comment. So I have a lot of unraveling of this movie, but like other than just the the big question of why, like why is this guy yeah. stealing this dog? Why does he mm-hmm. care this much? Yeah. How is this really going to be his big break? I also have the question of like it's a totally unnecessary movie because literally all that happens is the dog gets lost, mm-hmm. an old lady finds mm-hmm. it, that dog guy steals it, and Happy. then John and Jennifer Love Hewitt go and find out, oh, okay, this guy stole his dog, and then they go get their dog. So there's no point of Garfield even trying to rescue Odie. Well, it's a, That's totally no, Garfield, they bond, and Garfield, stop, Garfield. if it weren't for Garfield, they wouldn't be able to get him back, because he'd be on the train to New York, and Garfield If it weren't for Garfield, the there wouldn't be a Garfield movie on Disney Plus okay, next that's month. True. That's true. If there wasn't for Garfield, there'd be no yes. tale of two kitties. Also, I would like to say one of my comments when I was watching this movie is the first kiss that John and Jennifer Love Hewitt have, I don't know her name, is so pathetic. It's a really sad first kiss. But then what was even more questionable to me is like they go on a date, they flirt the whole movie, they have this kiss, and then at the end, John like calls her, her like his friend or something, and she's like, I want to be more than friends. Like, isn't that obvious? Isn't that like what John's an incel. <laughs> It's funny because this isn't the first that's, time you've said wondering. that, but still, you just blurting it out like that is so good. Because <laughs> you're right. It's classic. You think John liked the Joker movie? John has 100%. seen the Joker movie six times. <laughs> I certainly didn't. John Kerr. John. Well, that's something we have to yeah. talk about because I definitely want to hear your opinions on that. Yeah, anyway, I didn't mean to bring up the Joker movie <laughs> out myself. Um, <laughs> out yourself as somebody but, uh, who's seen the Joker movie? You don't appreciate cinema. Like as it. someone who didn't like it. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get attacked by trolls. Um, anyway. I think you're, that requires more listeners than we have. <laughs> I was going to say, but nobody listens to us, exactly. but I didn't want to be that self-deprecating. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I get off when I get off this podcast, I'm going to be attacking you and trolling you. Oh. So, FYI. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> Um, but okay, Sh- Lauren, any other like specific thoughts like that you want to ask right off the bat or should we do more notes? I mean, overall, I mean, I did have notes. I haven't pulled them up. I don't think that they're anything super, uh, prolific. Let me see what I wrote here. Um, so yeah, one of the notes I wrote is this movie is all filler. It's literally mm-hmm. just like, it all feels like, fun. I mean, I don't think like, there's any plot that happens in the first 45 minutes. Right? <laughs> exactly. The first 45 minutes is just like, 
John got a dog. Yeah. And there's so much stuff about it that's just so unnecessary. Well, that's classic Garfield. Then, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. It's like Garfield has no plot. It's just him being a It's like a series cat. of gags. Yeah. Like, I was actually thinking about when I, I was thought... watching it last night that I could probably, when I was younger, um, I had this book that was the TV special, the the uh, Halloween special. It was it was like all the holiday specials in comic form. Like, they basically used the storyboards for the movie, added in dialogue bubbles, and they just turned it into a comic book. And I was thinking, I could probably do that for this movie. Maybe I'll do that as some sadistic long-term project <laughs> that makes me want to kill myself. Like, redraw yeah, I mean, the whole Garfield like, movie. As a comic... What's that, Lauren? As a comic, it might work better. Or Maybe. As a comic, it might work better. Or, like, as an animated film, it may work better. But it just feels so unnecessary mm-hmm. as a live-action movie. The other thing I wrote is that it's bad, but not good bad. <laughs> like, it's, and I told... I talked to Matt about this last night. Like, you know, even, like, movies like The Cat in the Hat, they're at least, like, leaning in. They at least, like, know okay, this is bad, but we're, like, leaning into mm-hmm. it. Or, like, or like, or movies like Campy, yeah. and it's, like, it's, like, intentional. But this movie or something like doesn't the room, feel intentionally bad. Where it doesn't know it's bad, but it's just funny. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this movie yeah. doesn't, well, this movie doesn't know it's bad, and it, it it's just, it's just plain kind of boring and unnecessary. And uh, I, I will say, though, like, it had a, an incredible soundtrack. Just start a movie with Baja Men. That, that's it's, a flex it's for sure. Brilliant. It's just absolutely brilliant. <laughs> um, although I didn't really like to go back to what Chris was saying. I didn't really like the song that Garfield sings. Oh, um, oh dog, yeah. day, dogs, new dog state of mind. Yeah, new dog state of mind. I think it's like a it's a parody yeah. of Billy Joel's New York state of mind. I believe. Correct. Yes. Yeah. The other note I have is just Brecken Meyer. Sure. Like first of all, he's a hunk. Just. What a re- no, I mean, like he's fine, but like, first of all, just what a generic, what a generic early to mid two thousands actor who is just so forgettable, just, just like this movie, just so forgettable. He's got a charm. And also, he what found kind a of, niche on uh, what kind of Robot Chicken. Breckin Meyer. He and Seth Green are just pals. Okay. Well, I liked him in I liked him in Clueless. That's true. He's good in Clueless. And what else is he in? He's in Road Trip. I mean, there's nothing wrong with him. It's just that he's one of those actors that nobody, in my opinion, he's not like a household name. Like, you kind of vaguely find him familiar, but you don't... When somebody says Brecken Meyer, I feel like most people don't yeah. know who that is. Yeah, that's fair. Well, they're going to have Daniel Day-Lewis, um, but he wanted to yeah, be... Yeah. Um, he wanted to be Garfield. He wanted to be Garfield? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I must become the cat. Surgery and his lawyers wouldn't pay for it, so he exited the yeah. movie and they got Breck and Meyer as uh, John instead. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> just dead silence after that? <laughs> oh, also, I just... <laughs> I mean, just none of my notes, like, the, the notes just talk about how, how bad the movie is. Like, Garfield would not survive that fall from the building. He's like ten story fall. And oh, it's it's. I think it's more than ten stories. But yeah, yeah. no, your point is, yeah, <laughs> it's like fifty stories. And falls right into a truck. L- lasagna. It's not even like lasagna is fluffy. <laughs> I know, but a you're saying he it's falls through like the truck roof fall. first. If you kind of if you look at it the right way, yeah. that shot where he falls into the truck and the the sauce goes everywhere, it kind of looks like blood. Have you guys noticed that? <laughs> If you cut the right way, yeah, if you cut the <laughs> right way. Maybe it was blood, and then the rest of the movie's ghost Garfield. What's funny is... But because it's for children, in, they had to soften In it. my dark theory, where the third act of the movie doesn't actually happen, that's even before that, too, yeah. which is kind of funny. <laughs> Maybe he dies then. Yeah, that's, that's possible. <laughs> also, like, <laughs> the dog catcher, cat catcher guy, like, this is 2005, like... Have you ever seen a dog catcher? Well, have you ever seen a milkman? Well, for one, yeah, I was going to say milkman. Have you ever seen a a guy riding a hot dog moped? I'm correct. It's 2004. Chris, I love that I knew exactly where you were going. Like, (laughs) we've watched this movie too many times. Uh, What, did he mention the hot dog guy? Also, like. He did. (laughs) I feel like it's like. 
something that I should say is that I didn't laugh. Oh, I, I don't either. The only time that I laughed was when like I was laughing about how bad. Actually, it was. It's, I want to argue this. It's not charming because there were a couple notes that I took because I thought there were a couple good jokes or at least one. All right, hit me with them. Um, and it's whenever Garfield is watching Odie on the TV. Um, and it's like there's the whole thing. Where he, Happy says the speech about, like, oh, we're going to be taking him to New York to try out for this blah, blah, blah. Um, and then it, like, goes to commercial and Garfield goes, oh, my gosh. And you think he's reacting to, you know, the fact that Odie's going to New York. But then he says, that's his last <laughs> name? Schnitzel? And I think that's actually a clever <laughs> joke because it's a good yeah, mystery. Good. Like, that yeah, was his takeaway. I never really caught that joke. I think um, that's a clever joke. I have a joke, joke that I caught. Well, I think the problem is it's not interesting enough to even catch the joke. That's fair. They're not like really paying attention. That's true. It did take 10 viewings for me to catch that joke, so <laughs> I can see the uh, point. So when uh, Liz shows up in her um, in her dress for the date or whatever, Gar- and John goes to the door and Garfield says, oh, it's safe to say the refrigerator is unguarded. And that's that's mm. kind of funny because... That's good. My, I, uh, <laughs> I like uh, that. I'm missing that joke. Wait, can you can you dumb it down for me? What oh, he just saying? he's saying it's that just, because John's at the front door, nobody's watching the fridge, so he can eat because because John food. John really likes Liz, yeah, he's just so like, obviously he's gonna be oh that's it that's completely occupied with her. Oh, he's not yeah, it's just like an joke. observational joke. Yeah. See, I was gonna bring. I don't think I. Sorry. I don't think I brought this up too many times, but like for the first like four months of the podcast or the four watches I had. The one joke that would always make me laugh is when um, Garfield's like coming down the stairs like the morning after uh, Odie runs away and he's just like, oh, I had a great nap. He's like, and he just goes, I slept like a fat Fat cat. And what gets me every time is that he looks at the camera when he says that for like half a second. It's just so funny to me that he like he like looks at the camera as if to get like, you get it? Because I am a fat cat. And uh, the joke that for... The next four months after that, the joke that gets me each time is when they're at the pound and there's um, Boomer, I think, is the name of the one uh, dog. Sure. Yeah. What's it? Yeah. I said sure. Um, And he, he, you know, Garfield's doing his whole spiel like, uh, you know, like, I know I'm a cat and like I shouldn't rescue a dog, but he needs me and whatever. And then uh, he's like, I know it's ridiculous. A cat saving a dog. And then at one point, the dog just goes like, let me ask you something, chubby. What are you talking about? <laughs> in like a thick Brooklyn accent. And yeah. it gets me every time just because it's so ridiculous. <laughs> and then it's, that's all the question. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> so that makes me laugh. I also will say that Garfield is so adorable. Oh, really? Like I really like I really like the live action Garfield. He's got a cute little tummy. He's very cute. We'll have to. And Odie is also so cute. We'll have to he's agree to disagree on Garfield. And so that made the movie worth watching. You don't think he's Garfield's very? I think he's horrifying. horrifying. Yeah, I think he's. I, I think he's an abomination of God and man. I love his little tummy. <laughs> well. Wow, that's um. It's. That's not what I think. He, I think he's very. God did not make Garfield CG Garfield. <laughs> no loving God, at least. No. <laughs> Now, the cat in the hat is a little bit of an abomination. But... I bet he was created by Steve Buscemi and Spy Kids 2. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, Steve Buscemi's in Spy Kids 2? Indeed. Yeah. There's a line in um, Spy is Kids. Which... Yeah. Which part is he? Uh, He's like the creator of the island. He's the mad scientist. Yeah. I, I think I know what line you're about to oh, reference. Okay, yeah. yeah. He has a line that Will loves. Yeah, he, there's a yeah. one point in the middle of the movie when after, like, it's like this first scene where the kids meet. Um, Steve Buscemi's mad scientist, and he just <laughs> looks off in the distance. And he's like, "Do you think God stays in heaven because he too is afraid of what he's creative?" <laughs> and he ponders that for a minute, and no, then it goes to like a fart joke or something mm, after that. They drop like, it, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, hang on. My absolute, <laughs> my absolute favorite, like fact or like concept in just existence. Is knowing that Spy Kids and Machete are in the same universe, and that yeah. Danny Trejo's character in Spy Kids yeah. is also is Mache- Machete. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that like keeps me warm. <laughs> in it. Like I, it, there's no <laughs> other fact in the universe that I care to know. If you just wiped my brain 
That's the only one I want <laughs> in my brain. Um, it makes me very happy. I love Spy Kids. I think it's a. I think it's a very underrated series. I haven't uh, seen it since I was a kid. I'll defend the first one. I don't know about the other ones. I'd have to rewatch. Well, the fourth one's terrible. I feel like the, yeah. I like the first one. And then, <laughs> then they get pretty bad. The 3D one's pretty bad, where they're like, uh, uh, I always liked the 3D effects. <laughs> Whoa! But they're like early 2000s 3D effects. So exactly, bad. that's what I mean. It's goofy. Uh, all right, we're like 30 minutes in here, and we have not even talked about the animated special yet. Does okay. anyone mind if I rapid fire my notes real quick? Because yeah, there's sure. only like five. Hit me with them. Um, so I, I, my first note is watching this immediately after the Watchmen pilot is an <laughs> interesting combo. <laughs> uh, Garfield making two tick magnet gags so close to each other is oddly accurate to the comic strip. Because if you think about it, you know, like sometimes he'll just do like the same joke all week, uh, just different yeah. variations of it. Mm-hmm. So that I, it struck me as kind of like that. That was actually what gave me the idea to do the whole movie in comic form. Um, and then I'm genuinely surprised that the old lady didn't read about Odie in that stupid newspaper. She seems like the type that would be informed about the city's dog news, especially considering it pertains to and Happy. And she kind of looked out of her um, door in the middle of the night for absolutely no reason and found a dog there. <laughs> well, my theory was that she has, uh, like, some form of short-term memory loss. That's possible. doesn't remember what happened. That's why she just, like, trusts... Uh, Happy. Yeah. Cause she just, but then she yeah. expresses distrust to John and Liz. Right. But, yeah, but she sees... I imagine it's like... Have you seen yeah. Memento? I have not. Okay, so there's a scene... It's actually with Steve, uh, Stephen Tobolowsky, where there's, like, this character <laughs> who, like, has, like, a, like... Like, what? Like, a 30-second memory? Or sure. something like that? Yeah. Um, and he likes commercials because like, he can follow the whole story. And I oh, like to okay. imagine that, like, maybe not 30 seconds, but she has, like, a, like, maybe, like, a day-long memory. It's like So a she for, it's already like a forgot about states. the dog show. Yeah. It's like a 50 she... First Dates kind of thing where <laughs> she she watches the TV every day and she recognizes Happy Chapman. And somehow it, that's, like, one of the few things that's gone into the uh, long-term memories that Happy Chapman is always there for me. I turn the TV on at 2. He is there. I can trust the Happy Chapman. that's why she Chapman. loves him. Okay. I have to say that is quite a thing to discern from this movie, and I I'm impressed. Yeah, but um, then I have uh, Happy describes Odie, or someone on the TV show describes Odie as brownish yellow. That's blonde. I, I think that was you supposed tell. to be like a callback to the comic. <laughs> oh, maybe yeah. yellow. Yeah, yeah, because like uh, Happy calls him like dopey looking at one point. I know that's like a reference to the comic. Yeah. Because, like, Garfield also calls him dopey-looking, I think. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't really look dopey. He's just, like, this looks like a normal dog. Yeah. <laughs> One of the issues with the movie. Um, yes. I never noticed that the train model isn't in the basement and is, in fact, it's just, like, in the room next to the kitchen. And I think it's very weird that there's no scene with Garfield there before Odie shows up in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my final note is there's a part where Happy says, oh, gosh, a hot doggy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very weird i don't remember when that happens but that's what i wrote so yeah oh man you didn't make it up i did not make it up chris I think you I have it even yeah chris you have any notes. quick notes uh, john is clearly a hoarder because sure. <laughs> yes 100 percent. yeah well we found that out in the um halloween special but we'll talk about yeah that yeah um for sure uh, it's a good he's that, I, that Rube Goldberg machine just fascinates me. Uh, that scene, like he's got so yeah. <laughs> he's got so much <laughs> stuff, that. like that just causes chain reactions and everything. And to boot, I also love that in his house he has like things yeah. that like a child would have, like a toy train, a bowling ball, uh, just like just like things that like most children have bowling balls. But no, but it's like like what a child would imagine an adult would look would like have like. Oh, yeah. and I'm like when I grow up, I'll get a bowling ball or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't know. incel stuff. But like when I grow up, if I'm successful, yeah. I'll get a bowling um, ball. Yeah, I bet. I bet one of the uh, spare bedrooms <laughs> up there is just is 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 used for all of his um, loot crate stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's why he has a house. He can't get away from loot crates, so he had to buy a house to store all of his stuff. He's, Guys, I don't yeah. want John to be an incel. I like John. What was that? 
I don't want John to be an incel. I like John. But you don't like Breck and Meyer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, hold on, I don't dislike Breck and Meyer. All I was saying is that he's unremarkable. He's just like, he's just one of those early 2000s actors that are just very forgettable. You like vaguely remember him, but you don't remember what from. And you only, you can, you can picture him in your head, but you can't think of his name. And then you do think of his name and you're like, that is a very <laughs> odd name. I don't know why it didn't stick in my head. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't want him to be an My other note is that uh, after everything collapses, um, John gets that room back together really, really quickly. Bam. What? Mm-hmm. I'm oh, saying like, yeah. bam, he did it. Including <laughs> the, I, I, I watched the scene a couple of times just to look at it and because um, I wasn't sure how the entire shelving unit above his desk tipped forward. It's because uh, one of the items that was involved in the chain reaction snapped the leg off of it. Um, and yet, like, mm. I don't know how many few hours later, he, he, he has it, um, you know, it's completely repaired. It's perfect. Everything's back in place. Uh, so that was interesting. Last thing, and this has to do with the Lyman thing, is uh, there is a second desk in his workroom. It's just, it's just off to the left there in the corner of the room. And I never really consciously noticed that. But, um, I mean, I always noticed the two chairs in the room, which are always kind of weird, in the, just in the middle, like it used to be a family room or something. But I never, until today, noticed yeah. that desk in the corner. Like, they must have had a really close working relationship before whatever happened, happened. Yeah. Oh, Lyman, you mean? Lyman and John, yeah. Yeah, speaking of which, you guys hear any of uh, his presence that we forgot to do this <laughs> bit for it? We didn't forget. We've just been busy. (laughs) Whoops. I've I've been feeling his presence nonstop. Okay. In fact, I'm now possessed by Lyman. Uh Hello, everyone. Hey, it's Lyman. Uh-oh. I I like the grill mustache in just an instant. Possession does weird things, part of the character. Yes. Oh, man. Does anybody have any questions for me, Lyman? Yeah, what happened to you? Oh, you know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I get that. Uh, you know, <laughs> um, totally. So, like, uh, so what's up? I looked it up, and I do not have a last name. Oh. That's, How, that's what what's is that up? like? Can we make one up for you? If you would like. I mean, it, it's it kind of like... Lime and Lima Bean? I'm like Beyonce, baby. Oh. Or Batman. Beyonce's last name is Knowles Carter. Yeah. So. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> you're like Seal. Prince? Prince, yeah, Seal, Prince, McLovin, Chair, Batman, McLovin, Superman, Aquaman, <laughs> most superheroes, The Flash, The Flash, uh, Chris, Hulk, <laughs> Shamu, so are you saying that Lyman Jesus, is, is not his real name? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, last name is Christ. Uh, that, that's what you think. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that was just so he could get his driver's Are you license. That Lyman is not his real name, and that's like that's what he is. It's not his last though. name. He is the I mean, Christ. You're saying that Lyman isn't. You're saying that Lyman is not his real name, and maybe just an alter ego. Like Beyonce has Sasha it's, Pierce, right. and Ly- Lyman might be an alter answer. ego, but his real name might be yeah, it might be Mark Sinclair. Listen, <laughs> I am just. I, all I know is I am Lyman. That's all I've ever known. Okay. Uh, is there a heaven? Okay. Is there a Jesus? <laughs> Good question. Uh, I, you know, I signed an NDA with Disney. Oh, of course. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's all right. It was worth asking. Of course. Uh, I, I think I am the property of Disney. When does the well, embargo no, break? No, I guess Viacom. Am I Viacom? Where am I? I don't know. But, <laughs> am I the uh, movies Lyman or the comic Lyman? <laughs> I don't know, but when does the embargo break for the Heaven NDA? Uh, you'll have to check in later on to okay. find out. I guess I'll find out on Twitter when the, the embargo breaks. Yes. Uh, from what I've heard, it's not until the third seal is broken. I, see. I Yeah, I believe that's correct. Right. Yeah. Okay, okay, guys, Lyman left my body. Uh, <laughs> So, so, so glad that you're back, Matt. I'm happy to be back. I don't know anything I just said. I see. Well, you you provided <laughs> a lot of uh, illuminating stuff about a but man yeah. we hardly know. Right on. Um, I look forward to listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Chris, you have anything else? 
Um, no, that's that's all that I have. Okay, I'll be try. I'll try to be quick with my notes. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Let me see. Okay, so it this kind of bugs me. Oh. So, Odie wins the dog show. Mm-hmm. But like, does that break all the violations of the dog show? Yeah, I said this a couple months ago. Because he didn't pre-register. It's didn't... a total conflict of interest. <laughs> yeah, it's a conflict of interest. Like, like I feel like somebody else, like, I mean, Happy, I can understand, you know, like, he just got caught up in the moment. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, um, you know, he was just in it. And he couldn't really, he couldn't control himself. But, uh, yeah, I, I feel like everyone else, including Liv, should have been like, you know, Happy, like, it's nice we can give like ODA like complimentary you know like uh you know uh best audience member award or something but he can't win the dog show you know what i think is like those judges were just picked from people on the street like hey uh do you want to be a judge here <laughs> it's like look petco needs to blow the rest of their money um for the budget uh on something so we're gonna have this show uh we don't really care what goes on just 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 show up one of the judges is miss ace hardware <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, do you think this movie still would have happened if Happy didn't get a divorce? Um, <laughs> no. Yeah, probably. Do you think that would have like, um, like retconned everything? Because then his assistant would be, um, you know, doing the show and then he'd be the one that, that kidnaps Odie. Oh, because Wendell's a psychopath. Wendell, yeah, Wendell is, is secretly a psychopath. I, okay, I, I can stand by that. Yeah. So every, if everything still would have happened, it just would have been Wendell. Because Wendell is the one who noticed Odie that was out there on the yeah. on the, on the the wanted poster. If he hadn't seen that, then Happy would have just gone gone on his way yeah. and, and not done anything. That's true. Um, do you guys notice that John pushes Garfield's face away when they hug? Uh, I did not no. notice that. It's like just before the scene ends. He just like... All right, and he like pushes Garfield's face away. It's like he's Which like scene? nugging. It's like when they're they're embrace like at the uh, at the, the end. Tra- yeah, yeah, before they drive home okay. or before the newscast or whatever. I'll have to take a look at that. It's like just when the scene ends, he's like, "All right," and he like pushes his face away. And it's like that's your cat, man. Uh, also, <laughs> did you notice that? That's your cat, man. Did you notice that um, when Arlene and Nermo are watching the uh, um newscast that they cg to smile onto arlene's face yeah. no i didn't <laughs> it's creepy i'll have to take a look at that as well uh also something i was thinking about earlier on the movie was um how there's like a very 90s feel to everything mm-hmm. and uh then i remembered as we mentioned earlier that the film was in 2004 which raises the obvious question i think maddie you can know where, you know where i'm gonna go with this i'm not sure uh, i do what was Garfield's response to 9-11? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I have a plug. Um, oh, what? Weird, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I don't have any intel about Garfield's feelings about 9-11. But, Just the, the... weirdly enough, <laughs> as a crossover, there is a, a local band uh, called Short Fictions, and I'm actually in, uh, I'm in a house venue right now, and some of the members of the band live here, and they have merch... Okay. It has Garfield on it, and then it just says Bush did nine eleven. Oh, so oh my god! As far as the as far as the lore of short fictions, the local Pittsburgh band goes, Garfield believes that Bush did nine eleven, and those are his feelings <laughs> on nine eleven. Just because, considering that you brought that up, it was niche enough that I did have a plug there. So that is my assumption. My stance is that Garfield firmly is anti-Bush and believes that the Bush Cheney administration. Cause 9-11. It was an inside job. Well, I, well I, think, I don't know about you, but I I'll allow it. Sure. Uh, I was it's actually you. thinking he was in like the like jet fuel jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams camp. Yeah, Like I think he's in the like ultra conservative. You- yes. Uh, I I kind of feel like I feel like Garfield. Like if I'm actually being real, I feel like Garfield's. Kind of like a grumpy old man. Yeah. Reminds me of like a like a yeah. grandpa, and I feel like he would be more like pro America, kind of kind of like xenophobic. Maybe, but honestly, a little bit mo- like Islamophobic, maybe too. But uh, so like, there's no there's no doubt that Garfield was watching the new like watching TV when nine eleven happened. 
Oh, yeah. Right. So, like, when that happens, is he just like, glad it's not me? Or is he just like... Didn't you make this joke last month or something? Did I make... I, I might have made this joke already. I or don't know. So, maybe it was when Jim was here. I think Jim made a reference to Garfield in 9-11. Yeah, uh, he did. I, that I think I edited out. <laughs> Uh, are you gonna edit this part out? No, I'm gonna leave this in. Uh, <laughs> all right. But all right, so where you, where you guys stand? Do you think like he like expressed some remorse? Like he was just like, oh man, this is gonna I, change I the country hope. forever. Do you think it was even a second thought, or do you think he was just thinking about lasagna? Oh, so he's just like probably irritated that the newscast cut off whatever he was watching. Well, that's yes, what I was, that's what I was that's, trying to suggest. Yeah, exactly. he's like definitely. He's like, go back to the Wendy's commercial. What? Do you, yeah, what, yeah. A hundred percent. I think we can all agree okay. on that. So, so, uh, Garfield's a commie. He doesn't care about America. Uh, anyway. All right. So those are my notes. Should we, um, should we talk about the Halloween special? Oh, wait, I have one more note. Okay. Is Garfield sexually attracted to Fergie? Yes. Yes. Fergie, like the music. Yeah, because he's watching her on the he's news. Black-eyed he, it, or he's watching the music video and he's like, "Where was I?" He's like, "Oh yeah, here I was." And it's like when Fergie's on the, the screen. Okay, so if bestiality is when a human is attracted to an animal, is he a humanality? Is what I believe it's the same. I believe that falls under the same category. It's still bestiality. I mean, Fergiality. Yeah. He's into bestiality. Fergiality. Human is. <laughs> The primal it sounds. <laughs> I'll tell you what. It sounds downright Fergalicious to me. You like those me. lovely lady uh. bumps. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fergalicious spelled F-U-R. Oh. It probably is. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I was going to say that the uh, the inverse of, of bestiality funny. is only uh, is only directed at one person, and that is Fergie. Fer- <laughs> uh, whatever her last name is. Her name is Stacy Ferguson. Just just to be. Nah. Yes, that's her name, Stacy Ferguson. That's, that's awesome. Stacy Ferguson. Yeah, that's only the host on HGTV. I actually get it. I I get why she does the name. Yeah. (laughs) Because you're not going to go to a Stacey Ferguson concert. That's like if your name was Sarah Feeney, which it is, and we called you like Sarah or Sari or something. Or Feeney. Or like, actually, here's a perfect illusion. My my last name's (laughs) O'Brien, and you call me Obi. That's literally like the Fergie of my last name. I, yeah, literally, yeah. Yeah. Or obes, yeah. Oh, okay. well, now it's obes, but you started with obes. Um, one thing I did actually want to mention, have you all ever talked about on your podcast, Garfield's Nightmare? Yeah. No. I think we have. Yeah, have we? Have. I think. Yeah, yeah, the one where he goes to the house and everybody's no, dead. No, no, Garfield's no. Garfield's Nightmare at Kennywood. No. Which one? Oh. It's so a ride in Kennywood. Yeah, it's Pittsburgh Amusement a, Park. Oh, that one? No, we haven't. And uh, Garfield's Nightmare is a dark ride, and I think it's like really interesting and like kitschy and cool because it's so it's supposed to be like a spooky like haunted house vibe but the whole thing is that his nightmare is like food is attacking him uh correct me if i'm wrong yeah it's garfield's nightmare it's all like the things that he loves attacking him it's like the tv is attacking him and very trippy it's kind of like a callback to like i don't know like a 70s dark ride um, sure. I really like it, and I think it's like an interesting thing. I don't understand. In my mind, Garfield is like intrinsically tied in Pittsburgh, like Mister Rogers, only because of that ride. And I have no idea why Kennywood decided to do a Garfield ride, or what that has to do with anything. Well, he they have like the licensing to him yeah. or something, like because Garfield walks around at Kennywood sometimes. Yeah, but I wonder what that's about. Like, I also. I feel like it was Emily who told me that Jim Davis, like, literally just made Garfield because he was like, I want to make money. What is appealing to the youth, the kids these days? Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if it's, like, really easy to get his licensing because maybe he's just trying to make money and he's just like. Well, similarly, like, the Peanuts. Oh, yeah. He still writes Garfield. Um, (laughs) Well, not really. Maybe. He, no, it's like it's been like a open secret that he's he like he, he, that someone ghost writes it for him. Okay, um, the peanuts, the characters like Charlie Brown, Snoopy, they are all licensed at Cedar Point. Like, I don't think it's too uncommon to have just cartoon characters be like get a license for an amusement park in some random city in America. Gotcha. 
So Garfield's haunted adventure, or Halloween yes. adventure, at last. Uh, yeah. So we, in addition to watching Garfield the movie, we also checked out a eighties, uh, I think eighty seven. I'll Halloween. take a look at the year. Yeah, a, a late eighties Halloween special with Garfield uh, that featured him, Odie, and uh, briefly John Arbuckle. And it's just basically them. Uh, Garfield uh, knows it's Halloween, and Halloween equals free candy. And he's like, "This is eighty-five. Oh, eighty-five. Okay. Garfield's uh, Halloween Adventure is the title. Right. So he's like, "Oh, I get free candy on this day. This is the best holiday ever. I'm gonna go around and trick or treat. This is great." But he's like, "What if I trick Odie into also going trick or treating with me? That way, I can have his candy as well." And uh, Odie agrees because he's, you know, Odie. And uh, they get some costumes uh, from John's hoarding collection, and they dress up as pirates, which I thought it, I thought they looked adorable in their costumes. I agree with that. Uh, it was very cute. I love how uh, Garfield says lasagna in his pirate voice. Yeah. Like, I see you got lasagna. Lasagna. <laughs> that made me laugh. Yeah. Uh, it's it's Gar- so yeah. much better than the movie, than the movie, the live action movie. It's like, it's charming. And the music is well done, and it's it's funny. It's just it's just worlds better than the live action movie. Although I do have to say, I, I think they kind of flubbed the second half of it. Yeah, I wasn't crazy about the second half compared to the first. <laughs> it takes a pretty dog le- dog leg turn yeah. to it. all of a sudden now they're on a mysterious island where there's <laughs> a man who can talk to them and hear them. I thought and that was good. I mean, I was okay with it. I but liked it's just, it. It there's never an explanation. He I, abandons kept me them. guessing. Yeah, I thought he was gonna wake up from a bad dream. It's like, yeah, nope. There's just ghost pirates and they almost died. <laughs> yeah, this is canon. Exist. Yeah, exactly. It was. It's like, and what was the deal with the old guy just freaking booking it after he tells? And the then story? he's on TV. Like, it, it's. <laughs> it's Garfield so ate weird, too and much lasagna, it. and it's a bad fever dream from the lasagna. That's. Well, that's the that's thing. They opinion. never say that. If they were to say that, I'd be totally fine with it. But what if, because before he goes trick or treating, he looks at John's lasagna and he stabbed it with peg leg and walked away. So he probably like he probably ate that lasagna eventually, but he'd that, been you know stomping on it that, for like a while. Okay, that lasagna okay, so he probably, he was laced. He picked up something. With some, it was laced with some uh, some herbal uh, um, uh, like drugs. Substance. He probably he, he had it still uh, stuck to his peg leg, and he probably like walked through a lawn that had pesticides. You know and he, what? He ate this the is just, This is just a public service announcement that candy at Halloween time can be laced with razor blades and drugs, and Garfield oh got goodness. some bad Halloween candy. Well, no. It's the uh, well, it could be the candy because he by that one point when he's trick or treating, some candy goes in his mouth and it's like unwrapped. <laughs> that was great. He's got his mouth open and someone someone just hucks some candy in there <laughs> with the wrappers and everything. I only open my mouth hoping that happens. <laughs> Hypothetically, you are you are handing out candy to kids trick or treating, and there's a knock at your door, and you open the door, and instead of <laughs> two little kids, there's a cat and a dog dressed yeah. as pirates. Well, that's what I was thinking. Is that like is everyone the on cat like standing on his hind legs? And is yeah. everyone like on drugs? Because they're just like, oh, it's just a cat and a dog getting trick or treat. <laughs> like no one questions it. It's just like, oh yeah, that's just something that happens. I yeah. respect. Yeah. yeah, I respect that this movie doesn't bother with the logic of that. I they don't even feel uh, threaten somebody with a sword and they give him more candy. Yeah, they yeah. don't even like. I like there's... that lady. I like that lady. It's like she sees a dog and a cat, and just like, yeah, one piece of candy each. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, and it's it's like there's not even a, like a moment where it's like, um, oh, th- these kids are dressed as a cat and a yeah. dog dressed like no. pirates. That no, it's just oh, they're pirates. <laughs> yeah, what were you saying, Lauren? I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, no, it's totally fine. My, I mean, this is a little bit off topic, but my thought was at the end when uh, Garfield gave Odie half his candy. I was like, this is a bad message because dogs can't eat. Yeah, chocolate. I was gonna say, is he trying to? I was kill gonna Odie? mention that. Yeah, I thought that was like, the whole. <laughs> Like I, I thought that was gonna be the whole thing was like when he was gonna convince Odie, he's just like, "Oh, you can't have candy. You're a dog. It'll kill you." And Odie was gonna be like, Arr? and then, um, but no, it's just Arr? like, "Oh yeah, you can have candy." It's like I guess the value of friendship means more than a, than Odie living than eating something that's yeah. fatal to you. Yeah, it's a camaraderie. <laughs> it's, it's it's the value of the of Odie the is such a people shared. pleaser that he'll eat something that will kill him if it makes Garfield happy. <laughs> 
Well, I, I mean, relate. Garfield does learn that there's ghosts. So in theory, he knows that, that Odie will probably Odie never, will still be around. He'll never fully leave him. You don't know who your true friends are until somebody hands you a live grenade as a thank you present. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I did give Matt a peanut butter cookie once, and that is basically poison That's to true. Matt, and I love Matt. So. Yeah, I, I, I like yeah. the idea, though, of Garfield uh, being like, if you're willing to live with me, you're willing to die with me. <laughs> <laughs> Garfield's a ride or die for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Prove it. Prove your friendship to me. <laughs> he holds a gun. <laughs> yeah. Russian roulette with Garfield. Yeah. Would you play? Would you play? So, uh, go ahead. Oh, um, I... Uh, Really like the voice actor for Garfield in this. Lorenzo Music, I believe. Yeah, Lorenzo Music. Yeah, he he was um very he was very very his voice sounded very lazy but also very emotive. It's mm-hmm. the perfect Garfield voice. It's like the it, best. It really is. Like it felt like he didn't really have the energy to get his words out, but he felt that his words had meaning and so they had some energy behind them. It's kind of it's a weird thing to describe, but it, yeah. it was the perfect blend of personality and laziness that Garfield needs. And the <laughs> he's when exhausted. He says, thinking he's, he's not even speaking so it's like he's thinking exhausts him <laughs> although like he, he's not he doesn't speak but he does sing during the opening song right which speaking of songs this one has singing some... voices right yeah yeah well so one of it's else? it's lorenz or sorry lou lou rawls is the uh singing voice i think because he, he does the uh theme song mm-hmm. yeah and he uses the uh the uh lamp as a as a microphone and his yeah. mouth is moving which was this movie is is delightfully surreal. Yeah, <laughs> and I also some uh, I loved the songs were way better than the mm-hmm. movie. Way like, better. This one had oh, some yeah. bangers. Why well, just the really first half of it? The first half of it, all I could think was like, this is a better Garfield movie than the Garfield movie. They don't bother yeah. with giving us an origin story. It's just like, yeah, no, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And and. I don't know. Yeah, I would. I would like. Also, do you really need an origin story of a cat and like hating a dog? No, ex- that's exactly. Kind of yeah, obvious. It's like the comic. You don't need people pick up Garfield every day, and you get it. It's there's a cat, there's a dog, and there's a guy. Enjoy. That being said, um, in regards to the Garfield live action movie, it is fairly it, to 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 its credit, it is fairly economical with its storytelling in the beginning, where it's yeah, like for the first you know, half, yeah, pictures of Garfield of baby Garfield in you know on the you know on the uh, shelves and stuff. Uh, they could have mm-hmm. easily done a flashback to when John oh, yeah. picked Garfield out of litter. And I so could have done the whole do story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was going to say, Oh man, what was I going to say? But, oh, uh, when, when John gets the pumpkin stuck on his head, mm-hmm. yes. one of my favorite tropes of animation is when somebody pulls something off their head, yeah. their neck stretches <laughs> <laughs> pops off like their head is clearly too big for the hole but they pull on it hard enough neck. their neck will stretch out and their their head pops out of it and as i was watching that i thought of how awful that would be if that happened in real life like you had <laughs> um i like the idea that like for the first like five minutes of this i'm like oh they put that pumpkin on john's head so they wouldn't have to animate his mouth <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want to animate any mouths in this yeah uh, Except anything, for the old man. Yeah. Right. Um, anything else about Garfield's Halloween adventure or yeah, Halloween adventure and uh, Garfield the movie? Because we're getting a little long here. We're about an hour yeah. in. Do you have anything, Will? Uh, I'm good. Lauren, do you have anything? Nothing. I mean, just overall, Halloween one I think is worth a watch, and the live action one really isn't. I do have a question: Is there three yeah. live action movies, or is there two and a third one? Coming? Just two. There's two There's a- and a animated movie. That was like direct to DVD. When I googled Garfield live action, I saw articles from like 2016 saying that there might be a third one. Oh, they're making an anime. Mo- well, they were, and then I don't know. They got bought out by Viacom, so I don't know what's happening now with that thing. Okay, an animated movie actually sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Give me a traditionally animated Garfield movie. That sounds awesome. That mm-hmm. sounds awesome. It's gonna be. It's probably gonna be CG. Oh, like the a thousand movie. percent. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, they I'd, do it I'd like peanuts. A... Yeah, if they do it like the style there, where it like looks like the cartoon, but it's in a CG style, I'd take that. Yeah, I would take that. Yeah. All right. Honestly, I'm a fan of Garfield. I'd take anything. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'd agree with you with that. Um, with that, I think we're good to wrap up, unless anyone else has any other final thoughts. Thanks for having me. Uh, you guys hear Lyman? We... <gasps> I think he's coming. Oh, no. 
Oh, God. Oh. Where is he? Maybe we better get out of here. Yeah, we, we better, better get out of here. Let's go uh, to sleep. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for joining us as we're running out of the house. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you yeah. know that I love you all because I sat through that movie for you. So <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate it. It <laughs> is a tall ask. Though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, Matt, you ready? Wait, yeah, I sat yeah. through that movie twice for you all, too. Yeah, true. That's really? how you know. Okay. Though the first time you didn't have to. That's, you, yeah. know, that, you can't blame us for that. Well, that was my labor of love toward Emily because she also did most of it. There you go. There you go. Oh, man. Okay, well, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Will. I'm Matt. I'm Lyman. I'm Lauren. Uh, and remember, kids, ain't ogre. Till it's ogre. See you, everybody. Bye-bye. So much to do, so much to see, 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 so much to do, so much to see. Ah, and that's a sign that the tank is full.